Welcome to the Realmcast. Welcome to the Realmcast. I am your host, the Mortal Kombat fan, Tim. And with me, as always, is my co-host, our lore master, Yanni. Welcome, Yanni. Thanks, fan, Tim. And welcome to Iso Muruga, also known as Iso 13, whose art many of you most certainly have seen if you've seen any forms of MKR. Welcome. Hello, everybody. Hello, Yanni. Hello, fan, Tim. Excited to be here. Glad to have you on. So, Iso, you know... You've we we've seen your art throughout the Mortal Kombat community. We have also had some of your art featured within some of our bite size episode. But tell us a little about yourself. How were you, or when were you first introduced to Mortal Kombat? Well, at the very beginning, I'm like a really like an OG, one of the OG fans. I remember distinctly the moment when I first was introduced to Mortal Kombat. I had a cousin named Marcus who could draw. You know, coincidentally. And I kind of looked up to him and he always noticed that I was into, probably shouldn't have been watching it at 10 years old, but I was into like violent movies, aliens, like all the DLC character (laughs) movies. I was into that, you know, and he noticed that I was into, you know, violent stuff, which again, probably shouldn't have been at 10 years old. But at the time, my favorite movie was Big Trouble in China. So my cousin came up to me and was like, hey, I played this game. It's got your favorite guy, the lightning guy with the hat. He's in the game. I said, what? No way, shut up. So we went to the arcade and there it was, Mortal Kombat 1. And he was like, check this out. And he knocks me into the pit and spikes. And I was like, that's it. This is it. This is for me. This is my life for now. (laughs) So (laughs) so that was my first introduction to it, you know, in the arcades with Mortal Kombat 1. And, you know, first fatality I ever saw was technically Sub-Zero's spine rip against Raiden. But, and I was like, this is just so awesome. And it's like, they got, they, well, at the time they're like, they got Bruce Lee in there. Oh my God. You know, Liu Kang, but you don't know that as a 10 year old kid, you just see what you see until you start reading more and getting into the lore and all that stuff. So that's two pretty classic first fatalities for you to have seen the pit mm-hmm. and then also yeah. the spine rip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely my favorite. And I'm assuming based on all of your art and based on what you just told us, your favorite Mortal Kombat character is most certainly Raiden. Yes, Lord Raiden. That is, that is my man. <laughs> I, he's been my favorite since Big Trouble in China. I won't even say Mortal Kombat 1 because like, he was there first. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've, got, you've got to use his, his title, Yanni, Lord Raiden. Lord, Lord Raiden. I'm yes, yes. I call him Earthrealm. I apologize. Yeah, I, I call him Ray Dude. I never understood <laughs> the God of Thunder part when he uses lightning, but okay. So what would you say your favorite Mortal Kombat game is? My favorite one? I, you know, it's hard for me. I've thought about that all the time. Whenever you're on Twitter, you see those messages come up. And I'm like, it's always number two for me, Mortal Kombat 2, just because of the hype it got in the arcades. Like, you know, I remember not, you know, before the time of the internet and Google and you being able to look everything up, you know, you didn't know when things were coming out, you know? And I remember walking into the same arcade, I played Mortal Kombat 1 and to go play Mortal Kombat 1, and there's a long line coming out the door for a game I couldn't see until I got up close and saw it was Mortal Kombat 2, and, like, I literally, like, lost it. I was like, what? And I was just, I didn't want to play. I just was watching everything. I had to take it all in before I even put my hands on the sticks, you know? So, it and then going home and seeing it on the news, like, Mortal Kombat 2 is most, you know, is it too violent, you know, stuff like that. I'm just, like, you know, seeing them perform... Kung Lao's fatality on the news. I was like, this is crazy. So Mortal Kombat 2 was definitely <laughs> my favorite, just mainly because of nostalgia. You know, this it's just a great time at the time. And I hate for people who never experienced that. You know, I would have loved for them to go back in time and experience what that was like to really see how the hype of Mortal Kombat at the time and has it grown into what it is today. It's always awesome talking to guests on the show who have been around since the OG days and by OG, I mean, straight up, like experienced it through the arcade machines just mm-hmm. to see like that chat about how everybody's forming a huge line to get in and actually play this new game. It's always awesome. I did not have that experience. For me, it was purely a console experience. So it's always so interesting to me to, for me to hear that. Definitely a moment that you need to experience. I mean, you know, I, I guess it'd be the equivalent of going to like, you know, when they had the Mortal Kombat 11 big event 
you know, that they had for, you know, teasing the game or releasing the game with everybody there. I guess that's the equivalent nowadays or going to a tournament, you know, anything like that, you know. But for to see it for the first time is the best. So Esau, you've been an artist now for how many years? Well, I mean, I've always loved to draw, but didn't really start, you know, putting myself out there until it's probably been since I graduated high school. So, you know, that's been since 2000 and I know I'm old, <laughs> but you know, I've been, you know, I went to school for art for a little while. Unfortunately, I didn't finish, but you know, I remember just being a traditional artist, you know, and loving to draw everything I saw, you know, whether it be Mortal Kombat or, you know, GI Joe or Aliens and Predator and things like that. And then, you know, I remember going to school and got introduced to, you know, digital drawing. It, at the time, I was only using like basic Photoshop or maybe even Painter. I remember doing pretty cool drawings and pictures of the UMK3 Reptile and Jade with the Painter Pro. I'd have to find those pictures for you because it's been forever. But and once I learned, you know, started messing with the digital, I was kind of like, this is where my heart is. Like, I love digital. It's not as messy as traditional art, and but more expensive in a way because of the equipment you need. But I, at heart, I'm an illustrator. I love to draw. It was painting that came last, and I was kind of forced into painting. My mom told my one of my teachers in high school to force me to paint a picture for her because she wanted it, and I was always scared to work with color. But, you know, the more you've recorded, the more you learn how it is. And so I've been doing it for years, never like truly professionally. I'll be honest about it. I, I'm nervous about that. And that's why a lot of people are like, oh, where have you, do you have prints or anything? And I was like, no, especially MK Habit on Twitter. He's, you know, he's ready to have my head until I get some prints out for him. So, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I formal training in art, you know, but nothing that I've done professional other than like maybe a commission here or there, you know, that's mainly it. It's kind of crazy just even for me to think about this right now, because I have literally been following you on DeviantArt since I, f I feel like it's sometime around 2010, maybe just before, maybe just after. And I have literally been following you since the DeviantArt days. And now yeah. for me to just be sitting here talking to you, it's like this community, man. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. And to have seen sort of progress you've made too yeah i i need sorry no i completely left out my deviant art days which was kind of sad because that's very important to me because those were like the dark days man where nobody knew anything about you you know and you and you had to really you had to be good or do well or just catch a break on deviant art to get noticed because there's so millions of artists on there and they're all like super talented like i see stuff i'm like wow i'm not even close to doing stuff like that but you know, you, you can't look at somebody else's art. You have to just work on your own. You can look at theirs and admire and learn how to maybe try to figure out how they did this fire technique or these, you know, this shadow technique. And you just, you know, like I said, I'm, I, you know, I got formal training, but I'm also self-taught more on the digital side of things, you know. I think the last time I looked on my DeviantArt profile, it said I've been a, on DeviantArt for 16 or 17 years now, because you were saying back in 2010. I'm kind of curious now. I, I kind of looked before this, actually, around 2006. Okay. Yeah, that, that seems about right. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the uh, how DeviantArt works and everything with the daily deviation. Are you familiar with that? Yeah, yeah it's like a, basically a featured artist. Yeah, on, the, you're on their front page. And I've been lucky enough to have it three times. And twice, we're both Mortal Kombat oh, fans. Oh, wow. So then awesome. I, I, I was proud wow. about that because I, I don't know this for a hundred percent fact, but I think I am the only artist to have a Mortal Kombat daily deviation. So I'm kind of like, yeah, I got that under my belt. <laughs> so how exactly did you, you know, start off with art? I mean, you, you'd mentioned earlier that you started with color because your, your mom wanted a picture, but like, were you always sketching from the time you were a kid or is it something you yeah. kind of picked up later? Uh, how did, how uh, no, I was always drawing from a kid as a kid, just. As a, you know, as a hobby, you know, and I, I remember this is totally not Mortal Kombat related, but this is kind of maybe how I kind of knew I wasn't too bad at it. I had a, got a birthday card. I had a dinosaur on it and I laid that birthday card down next to the sheet of paper and I laid the sheet of paper away from it and I drew it. I didn't trace it. 
I just looked at it and I drew it. And once I figured out, well, you know, I, I kind of got it looking pretty solid. And then I was like, well, maybe, yeah. you know, I was a kid then. I said, I kind of look like the picture I drew. So I'm going to just keep drawing and see if I get good at it, you know? And I was drawing everything from before Mortal Kombat. I was drawing G.I. Joe, Aliens, Predator. I didn't draw too much Terminator, even though I loved them, but I, Terminator kind of intimidated me with all the mechanical parts because I, to this day, I still struggle with, you know, metals and drawing things like that stuff. But yeah, just, I was just like any other kid, you know, drawing X-Men and I used to collect X-Men cards and cool stuff like that. So. I mean, you've mentioned that you had a bit of trouble with the colors and everything. And it's been quite, it it was, it's it's quite, I guess, surprising for me to hear that because one of the things that I feel really stands out with your art are your choices of colors and how they come together, especially with your later pieces. Well, actually with the later pieces, I've been trying to focus on making the colors pop more because when I go back and look at my older pieces, it's a little muted and a little dark, almost kind of muddy sometimes. And this is my opinion. You know, I'm the biggest critique of my own art. Like I, I briefly told, I don't know, cause you guys follow me on Twitter and stuff. I told Carrie Hoskins that I don't like any of my artwork <laughs> because I can always see the flaws and stuff like that. I'll pick it apart no matter how much you guys may like it. I just, you know, I'm always like, oh, I could have done this better and could have done that differently, things like that. I was, I can just imagine you like doing an art piece for somebody as a gift and then be like, here, I made this for you. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't say, I don't say that, but. Or do you, uh, you know, I'll, I'll be in my head for sure. And I'm just like, I hope they don't see such and such. And then they'll be like, oh, this is awesome. This is perfect. I'm like, no, no, no. not really. <laughs> I get it. I was just making, like teasing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so when you make your, your different art pieces, you know, we, lately one of your posts about Sonya Blade has kind of blown up on the internet because everybody started noticing all these old Easter eggs in the background and stuff. Yes. Is that something yeah. that you deliberately do with a lot of your art or was that you know just kind of one of these pieces where you're like i think i'll just kind of sprinkle in a little bit of magic here and there i well my the recent one the recent ones i've done lately don't have a lot of easter eggs in them you know just because you know the the con it has depends on how the composition works you know if it's like for example Mm -hmm. the sub-zero one that i've done recently it doesn't have a lot of Easter eggs in it just because it's such a focal point of Sub-Zero and his, you know, characters. But stuff like where I, wherever I do something that has a lot of background, that gives me an opportunity to have fun and do a lot of crazy things. Like that Sony, Sony one, that was intentional. I, I really wanted to throw like the Defenders of the Realms characters in the background just doing all kind of crazy stuff like that. And then another real good one I have is, I don't know if you guys are familiar or seen it, but probably the Jade picture that I did. It's my one and only Jade picture I have. And it's the garden, you know, background. And I have a lot of cool hidden things, which I don't think anybody has truly found, found everything. Like I have Harry Potter in that, in that one. Cool. He's somewhere in there. I have Baraka <laughs> cutting somebody in half. I have Katana Maluda fighting each other on a bridge, which that one's easy. Notice, you know, you can find that one pretty quickly. But I do have Reptile in there and he's really well hidden. And, you know, it'd be nice for you to guys to see if you could find them, you know. He's hidden in plain sight, I'll cool. put it that way. <laughs> We're going to have to have a relook at all of Esau's pictures now because of this. Are you talking about the Jade one, which is like the temple in the background, the dragon and stuff? Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. I'm going to be, I'm going to be combing this thing for Easter eggs later. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. I'm just like, hmm. My my biggest problem is I don't like to upload my highest quality to the internet, just, you know, for obvious theft reasons and things like that. So when I upload the lower qualities, it kind of makes it harder to find the real small details. But Reptile is big enough for you to be able to notice. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm I'm just staring at it now. Sorry. Sorry, Phantom. (laughs) So I was going to say, you're, you know, you've, you've kind of mentioned how your art styles evolved and it's currently evolving at the point right now where you're adding more pops of color and, and things like that into it. What are kind of some of the next steps for your, your art style and your career that you have planned at this point? Uh, well, I, d- I definitely want to begin a store. You know, I want to be able to sell 
prints, but I just don't want to sell prints. I do want to do other things that I think would sell well, like t-shirts, obviously would be the obvious next choice, but you know, I've looked at Redbubble, you know, I've talked about this before and, you know, thought about how would I, you know, would I go Redbubble or would I try something else? Because Redbubble does a lot of things that other than prints that I like to, you know, like, you know, I have some, I hate to say, I don't want to spoil nothing, but I have ideas for like a throw blanket, Mortal Kombat related, you know, mm-hmm. maybe some pillows and cushions and things like that. You know, I, I'll, I'll, I'll tease you one. There's an idea I have, nothing's been worked on, but you know, those, the long body pillows that you see that has the anime girls on it, I was just all hot say- and stuff like that. What yep. if we do like Melina or Sindel on there or, you know, you know, Shao Khan or Johnny K, somebody in this hot, you know, for the morning, you go to hug up on him when you go to sleep, you know? <laughs> you know Before if you, you if said you that, I was going to make a joke about if you were going to do a life-size Momok or something. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was getting ready to make a joke. Said if your favorite character is Dramen, yeah, you know, you can cuddle up next to Dramen, you know? You, might have to, you know, move the flies out of the way, but... Does it come with the flies? Yeah. <laughs> You know, but, you know, things like that, things you don't, you know, you don't see. Like, I I liked how, I don't know his real name, but MK Column, just MK Column, he he does his Etsy stuff with amulets and stuff. I'm like, oh, that's so cool. And his tower pieces. I'm like, that's, that's stuff. You know, to be honest, I go back to when you asked me about, you know, my art and stuff. One of the reasons why I haven't started a shop or anything is for the longest time, I was scared to sell my stuff. Because I didn't know until I saw, so really I got on Twitter and saw other artists selling their work without issues. And I was like, oh, okay. You know, mm. so, but I'm, I was just, I was kind of like, I kind of like described myself as a, like a secret character in the background in the MK art community, because I was kind of sitting there watching and looking at other people and how they did their stuff before I really felt comfortable, you know, I hate to say revealing myself. That sounds kind of. But uh, keep the clothes on. Keep the clothes. Yeah, yeah. I gotta keep them on. Gotta keep them on. <laughs> but you know, I was always nervous about it just because you know, I the you know, getting compliments from everybody on Twitter has been a big deal for me because I don't have the biggest confidence in myself and doing it. My artwork says different to you guys, but still, I'm always striving to like you know, I gotta get better at this part. You know, get better at that part of my art. You know, and career and stuff like that. So. I hope I answered your question, Phantom. I actually forgot what the original question was. <laughs> You're good. It, it, I mean, again, like just the fact that you said now that your artwork says to us that you have confidence should be one way of you possibly building confidence for yourself. Because honestly, when we see your art and every time I throw out a compliment on, on the show, I have to make it very clear. It's, it's literally from the heart. I'm not just saying it because mm-hmm. we're here. You know, yeah. I genuinely love your art. As I said, I've been following you for all these years now. So you've, you definitely have reason to be confident in your art, but it's always good to have that sort of self critique just so that you can continue to improve. But one other thing that kind of relates to what you're saying about opening your own store and stuff is I'm pretty sure you've had people selling your art without your permission (laughs) and Imitation is Daya's form of flattery, right? <laughs> yeah, you, you know, there's a part of you that gets pissed about it. There's another part of you says, oh, I'm that good that you want to steal my stuff, you know. That's been going on for years, man. I just, you know, there's the only way to fight it is to, you know, bring attention to it and get other people in there, you know, you know, reporting it, blocking, you know, whatever you have to do. Like this whole NFT thing has just been crazy. You know, DeviantArt does a good thing now where... You, it has a feature where it can find similar artworks to yours on other sites, not just DeviantArt alone. So I am constantly, I probably have, you know, 10 or 15 messages in my DeviantArt saying, we've noticed something similar to your art on this website and I'll go check out that website. And it's that, I'm going to call them out. It's that open C. I don't know if you want to edit this out later, but it's that open C website that constantly has NFTs on there. and. Most of it's stolen. Like all my right. work, I've seen other artists out there, all their artwork. And, I, you know, if I see another artist, I will go and, you know, tell them, hey, look, check this out, go report it. You know, I'm, if I can find, if I know the name of the artist and I see the artwork on a, you know, fake or illegal site, I'm going to let them know. It's a weird sort of struggle. Yeah. Because you, on one hand, you don't want people to know who they are so they don't get the exposure. But on the other hand, you do want them to get the exposure. It's a double-edged sword for sure. 
Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm curious, what have, what's your thoughts been with the NFT movement? I mean, besides the whole stealing and, and reselling of, of NFTs that don't exist. I mean, I, you know, it, it took me a while to really understand it. Like what, what's the big deal, you know? And if, <laughs> if you want to do it, more power to you. That's what you want to do. I personally think it's like crap. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't ever plan to do it. I'll put it that way. But if somebody came, but I won't lie. If somebody came up to me and it was like, I will give you a million dollars to draw this NFT. You best believe I'm going to be drawing an NFT. <laughs> if the money is right, I do. But, <laughs> right. but, you know, I, I wouldn't make it so, you know, the art community couldn't experience something. That's what I feel like NFTs are taking away. You can't fully experience art the way, you sh- the way it's meant to be. It's just all monetary at mm-hmm. that point. You know, it's all about the money. And so... You know, I, you know, that was one of my things is when I started drawing specifically for Mortal Kombat, you know, it was, it was me not thinking, I, I want to make money off of it. It was me like, oh, this would be cool. I think people will like this. You know, what if I did Sonya this Mm -hmm. way? I think people, Edu, would love this. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, you, your, your artwork has been featured by like, People at NRS, including Ed Boon, I think everybody who has experienced Mortal Kombat has at some point come across your artwork and hasn't even realized it. Yeah. And were you were you part of the collective also? Yes. On Mortal Kombat uh, games. Mortal Kombat Ten has my art, three pieces of art, which one of them is the Daily Deviation from Deviant Art, and that that one is the Reptile yeah. one. And the other two in Mortal Kombat X is the Dark Raiden one and the Baraka one. So I, I remember, I can tell you exactly how that went down. I remember one day I came home from work and I was ready just to kind of settle, settle in and relax. I was going, turn on the PS4, I was going to play some Overwatch, you know, going in. And before I got to start a game up, I checked my email and I had an email from Tyler Lansdowne. And he, you know, he had emailed me, say, hey, we would like to, to use your art in the game. Um, so just give me a contact back. So I immediately stopped everything I do. And there was no Overwatch happening at the moment. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. <laughs> so I, you know, sent him everything he needed to, to be done. At the time, I just thought they were using one picture. I had no idea they were, which ones they were even going to use. Nothing was mentioned before. But at the time, I had already been uploading things to the collective and everything. And then... You know, I didn't know anything until I got a letter in the mail, you know, you know, some contractual stuff. And then they, you know, found out they were picking three of my pieces. And I was like, I'm freaking believable. I can literally cross that off the bucket list of, you know, having my art in the game. You know, that must be crazy. It, it was a crazy, I was hyped up for like weeks. <laughs> Maybe going through the MK10 crypt even more stressful because I was like, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? <laughs> and as you're going around, you're just afraid of these spiders jumping in your face. It wasn't was <laughs> damn spiders. It was the, the, the corpses that were coming out of the graves that would get me. <laughs> Every time I was like, oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> it was the reptile artwork. It was the Raiden, dark Raiden artwork. And what was the other one? It was the Baraka one. I have a couple of Barakas, but it was my first one where he's just kind of like, it's kind of turned horizontally and it looks like he's ripping through somebody's body because there's blood covering top and bottom. And yeah, I, I was, that was, you know, I, t- I told you I, you know, critique my own stuff, but that was one of the ones I was like, yeah, I really like that one. That one came out well, you know, so. So what aspects of the characters that like draw you into choosing to do a piece on them, unintended? What do you mean exactly? Like, let's just ruin my pun. Anyway. Oh, wrong, wrong like, bad, wrong a character to draw. I'm so annoyed. I see what you're doing there. <laughs> no, but like when you, when you choose to do a character, is it just because you really like that character? Is there something about them that you'd like to draw? Is it the design that captures you? What is it exactly? Mm-hmm. Well, in the beginning, it was just me drawing Mortal Kombat characters. I'd pick one and said, let me draw this one. I haven't drawn that one in a while, you know? And of course I drew... A lot of Raiden because he's my favorite. But if you go and look at my portfolio, 
you might think that Melina is my favorite because I draw a lot of her. Now, you were Let just it. asking what draws me to her. I can think of a few things that draws me to her, but I won't go into details. No, right? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and I, you know, I am torn between which ones I like you know, better. Do I like the MKX with the, you know, the lips and the mouth? I kind of like that because that kind of humanizes her a bit. But then I, and I am also a fan of the original teeth where it's just all, you know, Tarkatan fangs and things like that. But I think the, the appeal for Melina is that she's, you know, she's sexy and violent at the same time. And I, you know, I love to draw the dark, you know, sexual stuff like that, you know, sometimes, not all the times you guys have seen some of my stuff and I do get, you know, a little bit of clap back with some of my stuff being a little too sexual, but you know, I'm still a fan of do whatever you want. You're not hurting nobody. You know, if, you, if right. you don't like it, you don't have to look at it. I'm not here to satisfy your feelings. You know what I mean? <laughs> it, it just is like, how can they get mad? Like, okay, blood and gore. No problem. Anything sexy. Mm -hmm. How dare you? It's like, that, what? That, that's, that's like <laughs> well, that episode of, oh. episode of South Park where they thought they were in like ninja. I can't remember. I'm not a big South Park fan, but I remember this episode where there was... The, like the town parents that got together to talk about violent video games and how it was making them violent, but sex was, or no, they couldn't, like it was the opposite. Like violence was okay, but sex was not, you know, like, you know, they could be yeah. ripping each other's chest out, but they can't be scantily clad when they're doing it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and, and the thing about art too is art is all subjective. So as the artist, exactly. are you not allowed to choose what mm -hmm. you're going to make? So uh, like the, well, the fact that people have an issue with your art. Yeah. yeah I will say it's, it's this. Interesting. I have, you know, matured and grown in my art over time. You can see that in my gallery portfolio on DeviantArt. You can see the quality, the skill level has gone from, you know, one point to another. And I like that because it shows growth. And you can see my story that, you know, I got more comfortable doing this or that. And, you know, despite the skill level, you know, getting better, but you know, the way I decide to portray, you know, I'm not as revealing with some things as I used to be. Like I did these uh -huh. Batman characters set that I did that had, it was Batman, Harley Quinn, the Joker, Two-Face and Poison Ivy. Well, my Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy uh -huh. are a little bit much, you know? So I, you know, I wouldn't do, I, t today if I were to do it, I wouldn't do it the same way I did it before. You know, I would definitely cover them up, cover them up a little bit more. Maybe not have nipples poking poking out that suit, you know, too much. You know, <laughs> but I mean, you know, at the same time, like like I said, you get to choose how you're going to portray him, and yeah. you know, if you want to use the anatomy in in that way, mm -hmm. if it's adding to your composition, then right, that's your choice to do. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. I I think as an artist, I I believe artists should be respected to you know, make art <laughs> yeah. instead of yeah, having 100%. to sense you know, yourself. I do. To... I, you know, when I, when I start a picture, when I come up with an idea, it's pretty much, has the community seen this before? Has this idea been, uh -huh. been done before? Has it been done before with this character? You know, and the whole time I'm drawing, I'm like, oh man, if they're going to really dig this, they're going to really like that. But my thing is like, can I make it work? You know, what can I do? So a lot of the times my original idea I have when I start it is not, what I have when I finish it, it'll be, it'll be, you know, hints <laughs> of it in there, but it could get turned into something. Cause I'll be doing something. Oh, maybe this would look good. Maybe if I had Melina holding her side this way or Katana doing this, you know, it would change it up. And a lot of, especially recently, you know, it's like when you look at Flavio and how fast he's putting stuff out, like, I'm like, man, I gotta, I gotta speed up oh, my yeah. workflow. You know, he's so good and he's putting <laughs> them out so fast. He's putting me to shame, you know? And it's just like, I just like, I'm, I, but it, at the same time, I'm like, I don't want to rush anything. I, I want to take my time. You know, I'm working yeah. on a couple of pieces at the moment right now. I've kind of been jumping back and forth between when I get little, you know, get to a little block point in one, I'll jump to the other to kind of refresh it up. I will take breaks. You know, I'll take like a couple of days off or something like that just to get away from it. So I'm not constantly staring at it. I'll, you know, I'll play games just to, you know, get my mind off of it. And I, I come up with my best ideas either while I'm already drawing something or while I'm driving home or on the toilet. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's the difference between you and Flavio. You're both amazing artists. And I would say the two of you are artists who most of the community has seen some of their work, even if they don't realize it, as we were saying mm -hmm. to you. And 
I really <clears throat> want to see a partnership, like a sort of collaboration yeah, we, between you guys at some point. We've had soon. some brief discussions. There's no ideas in the work yet. We, but he's agreed that, like, you know, he said, yeah, he's down. If I'm down, of course, yeah, I'm down to do it. But you know, we got to think of something cool. We can't just be like, blah, we did this together. You know, considering how everybody <laughs> sees us, we got to do something pretty awesome. It's just, you know, I want to. You know, I want to see what kind of ideas he has. And, you know, I know he's a Scorpion fan. I'm a Raiden fan. Maybe we can have him clashing head to head or something like that. But, you know, you, never yeah. know. you know, maybe he can do his, I don't know who his second in command is, but, you know, my second favorite is Nightwolf. And uh, so I could do a Raiden Nightwolf. He can oh, do a Scorpion not. or whomever his second one is, but, you know. Yeah. So. How would you say that the character designs have evolved over the years? Like having been drawing them since what? I mean, you said early 2000s, right? So yeah. how would you say that the actual well, we'll designs start, of the characters so have evolved? We'll start since 1992, Yanni. You know, I've been drawing them since Mortal Kombat 1 came out. Fair. Good point. Yeah, yeah. But, that's but, a good but point. Yeah. They didn't, get to, you know, didn't get to the digital stuff until the 2000s. But I will say they definitely got more complicated. As somebody who likes to draw them, they have become more intricate. You know, as you can look at some of my work, I have yet to draw a cyber ninja, you know, because I mean, I've drawn the ones in that Sub-Zero piece, but when you look at them, they're the original classic version because they're easier. (laughs) All the, you know, the new, especially the ones, the designs in MK11, I'm like, God, I don't even want to attempt to draw a fan art of that one. (laughs) You know, let's stick to the old school stuff because... You know, I'm, I'm a sucker for detail. Detail is my baby and I will force myself to draw every freaking wire and line and piece that's coming out of their body. And it would take me forever, but would the result be good? Probably, but I'm a hated, hated the whole way there. <laughs> Do, would you say that you prefer the 2d errors because of that, the, those designs um, or well, uh, I can't as say a personal preference? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can't say that for everyone. Because, I mean, I have, you know, like, my favorite Scorpion skin is the one from Mortal Kombat 9, the one where he looks like the Scorpion. He's got the, the, the Scorpion mask. I just love that outfit, you know. And that's my favorite one of his. I have, a, I have yet to draw that outfit. Not that I, I don't think it'll be hard. It's just that it's a little time consuming because there's a lot of intricate design in it. But I think it's awesome. Is it, I mean, I'm down with the original, you know, the MK2 ninjas were some of my favorite ones. My favorite Raiden skin is MK9. A lot of my favorite ones came from MK9 just because, yeah. you know, they were very colorful and they popped, you know, not to mention Melina and Katana, what they look like, you know. So, you know, that Sonya alternate skin, I'm, you know, that's the pic- that picture I drew with all the s- secrets. That's, you know, based off of that one. Yeah. But if yeah. they were simpler... <laughs> And I don't know if that was just because of the time or it was, you know, technical reasons why they had to be simpler, you know, as far as the game can only hold so much information at one time. But like the MK11 skins, I think they're great. I know a lot of people give MK11, you know, a hard time for certain designs. Do some of them could be better for certain characters? Of course. That's that's with anything. (laughs) You know, like, I, I remember there's a Raiden skin that you can only get a lock by doing one of the timed events in the, co- in the co- I was going to say combat league, but in the crypt. And I think Mortal Kombat 11 had been out for almost two years before I actually got it. And the only reason I wanted it is because it reminded me of his MK4 skin, you know? So. Mm-hmm. Other characters, like what they did with Shao Kahn, like all the different helmets and stuff like that, I thought that was cool. You know, just, you know, give it a little more look and, you know, just you know, put yeah. your own stamp on it, really. Yeah, it had a very nice sort of, there was a good idea behind the gear system. It was just mm-hmm. a shame that most of it seemed to be sort of artificially. Well, yeah, yeah, I got a problem with the gear system, but <laughs> that's because, like, I, you know, I play yeah. so much of it and, you know, I got so much currency that I was like, oh, I got so much curse. I'm going to go to the collector in the crypt. And I'm going to buy everything. So I'm sitting there. I'm spending my coins, yeah. bang, 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 popping, you know, gear and outfits. And then next thing you know, oh, I'm getting this fucking augments. Like, what am I going to do with this? I'm not, I don't need this. You know, then I'm, you know, I'm spending yeah. 100K augment, augment, augment. I said, oh, I see what's happening here. They're stopping me from buying everything. Yeah. So I can, you know, have to grind for it in the, you know, 
hours of time and all that, that grind stuff like was that. really. Like, I get you guys got to make your money, but that's kind of that's kind of dirty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something I wanted to say when you were talking about, you know, people have seen my work, sure. You know, all throughout, you know, Mortal Kombat's internet history, really, because you know, yeah, I had been posting stuff. I have to say, one of the, my most favorite compliments, even more than like Ed Boon retweeting or Kerry Hoskins or whoever. I remember being on the forums for the, the art forums for uh, Total MK. And no, it wasn't Total MK. I'm sorry. It was testyourmite.com. I remember being in those forums and those art forums. And uh, I remember commenting on somebody's art or it was whatever article. I don't remember exactly what it was, but somebody who I did not know just come, came out of nowhere and asked me, Hey, are you the same Esau that creates all those Mortal Kombat pictures? And I said, wow, okay, somebody has been paying attention. Hell, Yanni, it could have been you for all I know. I don't know. <laughs> but I, and I was like, yeah, I'm the same one. I said, thanks for, no, he, and the person was like, because I don't know if it was a he or she, was like, you know, you do, you do some pretty good stuff. I said, thank you for noticing. That's pretty awesome. At that moment, I felt like, you know, I, I probably have a little thing going, you know, I just, people don't know who I am. I, that's kind of a compliment that they know your art more than they know you. You know, in a way, it's a compliment because that means your yeah, art's getting, point. you know, I just, you know, it, it really, if it wasn't for people stealing my work, I don't know how I would have done with Twitter because I was like, I got to get on Twitter <laughs> and start saying this, stop stealing my stuff. This is mine. Cause I used to see people <laughs> retweet my work. Well, re, well, not retweet. They would take my work from DeviantArt and tweet Ed Boon and Ed Boon would say something about it. Like, oh, this is great artwork and stuff like that. Like. I remember specifically seeing there's no this credit. katana Hans. But no credit. No, you have no credit. Yeah, not at all for me. I mean, my my signature and stuff would still be on there, but you know, we all know you couldn't read it. And oh, uh, <laughs> but I, I remember this katana Liu Kang picture I did where they're kind of like holding hands and stuff right before they go through a portal. I have katana's hair really flowing in the background, and I remember somebody tweeting that to Ed Boon and Ed Boon being like wow, she's got great conditioner or something like that, you know? And I said, I did that picture, you know, <laughs> give me credit, you know, things like that. So, got, you know, my stuff gets used a lot. It's been used by multiple, you know, Mortal Kombat websites, which, you know, we all, we've always known. I mean, I don't mind that you were using it. It's just giving me the credit, you know? I, it, it's not like it I is. can, it's not hard for me to go on a website and take somebody's picture and use it for something. I know that. And I just, he's like, if you're going to use it, no problem. Like, I don't care if you use it as your avatar or as, if you use it as your banner on Twitter, you know, just give me credit saying, if anybody asks, you know, say I did this and referred them to, yeah. you know, to my profile. But it has come to the point where I need to start selling stuff, you know, just got to get it out there. Mm. So NRS, they've, you know, they've shared your work and you're talking about a possible collaboration with Flavio. Do you have any intentions of, doing anything official with NetherRealm at some point? I would love to. I mean, that would be awesome. My, my only issue is I'm a slow worker, so hopefully they give me plenty of time. You know, so, you know, if they ask me now, I might have something out by the time Mortal Kombat 13 arrives. So. <laughs> and and, 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 and the, the, the pressure would be on, too, because I definitely would want to make it some of my best pieces. You know, whenever I do something for somebody, I want it to be my best work. I don't want to, I don't want to cut corners. Uh-huh. I don't want to. So I do, I do not like to be rushed, which is one of the reasons why I never wanted to do it as a full-time job. You know, I'd rather be a freelance and kind of do it on my own, take a few commissions here and there and then sell my artwork on websites and things like that. But, but I would, Hey, if they, they, they know me, they know I got artwork in one of their games. They know who I am. They know how to find me and contact me. So if they're down to do something, obviously that's a, I wouldn't say no. I'd be like, hell yeah, let's do something. I will say, I am working <laughs> on something that I have shared with you two before, and just briefly. And yes, it is that Raiden picture that we're talking about, but that's all I'm going to go there for right. everybody else, because it is yes. a big surprise. It, you know, I, I, at one point I thought it was ready. I almost uploaded it to Twitter to show everyone, but I was like, no, we're, we're not done with this. This could be, I'm going to make this <laughs> the one. This is my, the one I, I, I know speaking with Mike, our friend, Mike, he had mentioned that it was our, my magnum opus 
I'll be honest. I had no idea what magnum opus meant. So I had to look it up. <laughs> and so I, when I looked it up, I said, and that kind of gave me, I said, no, 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 no. I, if that's going to be what it's supposed to be, I'm going to make it worthy of that name. And I've been grinding away at it. You know, it's every night I'm working on it. And I'm constantly thinking about new ways to add stuff and subtract things. And I think any Mortal Kombat fan who sees that picture will have something to like and the smile and the laugh about because it's got a little bit of everything. What can you tell our fans who haven't seen the piece seen or, or, you know, our fans that are kind of listening to this podcast right now, what can you tell them about it that um, without spoiling it, of course? There's something for you in there. I promise, no matter who your favorite character is and where your stands is on <laughs> whatever topics of Mortal Kombat, there's something in there for you. There's no doubt in my mind that people are going to be like, holy crap, you did this. <laughs> and like, and you're, as an artist looking at the composition and everything, your eye is going to be looking all over the place, looking for stuff. You mentioned, we, met, we talked about it earlier about Easter eggs and hidden things. There's a lot to be had in this one. Oh, wow. And there's oh, a part of me that we wants... put pressure on you and ask when you'd need to get an out by. That's, that's, yeah, we know the moment. Here comes the question mark when you get ready to fight smoke in the portal. Da, 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 I don't know. <laughs> you know, because I, you know, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm still, you know, grinding away at it. You know, I just, you know, if I could have it finished by tomorrow, I would love to, but I'm really putting my heart and soul and every bit of it in it, you know. There's, there's definitely more than one character in it. And with each character I'm working on, it's almost like that one character is a picture by itself. So, you know, I just thought putting that much work wow. into it. Oh. I'll leave you with something else, Yanni. Yep. That picture and another picture I plan to release at the same time. So I want to I <laughs> release that one I was first talking about and that one at the same time, just to blow your minds, to be honest with you. I know I said I don't have a lot of confidence all the time, but these two, I'm just, ex I can't wait to show you, you know, I'll critique the hell out of it after I do, That's but awesome. in the meantime, I'm, I'm super excited for everyone to see it. And, and then that's what's taken me so long to put out anything new is because I'm really focused on these two. You know, I've done a few stuff in between, sat it down and did like some commissions and stuff like that in between, but yeah, I'm excited yeah. about it for you guys. I think you've, you've got to worry, worry less about getting more work out in a shorter span of time and just understand that it's your style and that uh, it's yeah, just you that's, going that's true. the highest quality mm -hmm. that you do in your own way, you know? Hello. I, I, I'll tell you this, and you'll probably think it's absurd. The uh, Melina Katana picture I did that was inspired by Alien 3, where Melina's licking Katana's face, that to me <laughs> was a rush job. I felt like I could have done a lot more mm. if I had took my time, took a little more time with it, but I could not wait to, to get it out because I was like, I'm in love with this picture. It's going to be, you know, the Melina <laughs> fan. This is before, and this was before she got announced as a DLC character for Mortal Kombat 11. So it was just fueling the fire for everybody who wanted to see her in Mortal Kombat 11. And then I'll still take part credit for her fatality where she licks the face of her victim before she kills them. But, you know, I know they probably were already working on animations and stuff like that before, but I, we hadn't seen nothing yet until I put my picture out. <laughs> I, I credit you with her fatality now. <laughs> <laughs> well, that piece was very controversial when it came out because, of, of, you know, it's, it's, for those who haven't seen it, it's a picture of Melina with her long tar cotton tongue licking Katana's side of her face. And some people, you know, misread it not as for what it is. They, I mean, they didn't see it as like an homage to Alien. They didn't see it as, you know, this crazy ninja Mortal Kombat character licking somebody else. They saw it as something sexual and they tried to assign something to it that didn't exist. And, you know, so the fact that that ended up being in Mortal Kombat, like kind of reaffirms to, to me, uh -huh. you know, what 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 the character is and what the art piece was supposed to have been it's kind of the way of the world isn't it you know people see things for what they want to see <laughs> rather than what it really is you know uh -huh. it's it was it, to me it was like 
she's playing with her food before she kills it, you know, that type of thing, you know, if, yeah, yeah, I, could, I mean, I could see where it would be sexual. I understand that, you know, anybody licking somebody's face, the tongue is a sexual thing sometimes, you know, <laughs> I don't know how to go well, about hold that on. topic, but <laughs> when I eat ice cream, it's not sexual. I'm just saying, but if I see you from across the street, in a certain angle, I might like, really enjoying your ice cream. One second, I'm just getting a banana. One second, guys. <laughs> so Esau, I got a question for you. It, it, it's kind of important. You know, okay. there are a lot of various artists out there, people that listen to our podcast. What kind of advice do you have for them as, as far as creating art and, and getting to, uh, and I mean, perhaps you don't recognize this, but you are one of the top Mortal Kombat artists, especially that's creating fan art out there, what advice do you have for them to get to that point? Don't let the haters influence you. You know, keep doing what you want to do. You know, if somebody doesn't like it, that's their problem. You know, draw have what you feel you want to draw. Like we were, like for the last picture we were talking about, it was an idea I had forever. And regardless of what anybody's going to say about it, I'm going to draw it. You know, just... If, if it sounds good to you, it's good to you. Don't worry about what else anybody else thinks. Now, I've said, you know, ooh, I can't wait to see what this person thinks. So that, that, that's the positive side of it. You know, just don't let the negative seep in. And, and also take cr critique, you know, criticism well. You know, don't, you know, I, I will admit, like in my early days in DeviantArt, I was kind of a, kind of a douchebag. You know, I, you know, people would, if they had a negative criticism, I would, you know, go at them a little hard, but, you know, I needed to take a look, you know, pause, take a look at it and see what they were saying, especially if it was positive criticism, you know, something to make me better. Don't shun that aside. Now, if somebody's going to be like, oh, you shouldn't have killed Scorpion. Why are you killing Scorpion again? You know, he's my favorite. Who cares? You know, you, everybody gets killed, you know, in Mortal Kombat. And this is an actual conversation I had with a person on DeviantArt. I drew, I, I think it was the Sub-Zero picture ripping off Scorpion's head, which -da 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 -dum, is part mm -hmm. of the story. It's part of, the, that's what happened. And so somebody got mad and said, why are you killing Scorpion? Scorpion's better than Sub-Zero, blah, blah, blah. So I said, okay, I got you. So I did a quick little picture of Johnny Cage punching Scorpion in the, the balls. And it was like <laughs> after the fact that Scorpion was on the ground holding his crotch and then Johnny Cage was throwing his sign <laughs> picture down to him and then i posted it and then that person was like you did it again i told you not to kill scorpion why are you making him look so bad i was like because i can't <laughs> <laughs> like, it went on far too long i probably should have stopped you know you know far you know sooner than i let it go so just stuff like that don't let that bother you don't let that influence you and don't you know don't be me and you know keep stirring the pot and making it worse you know and if you and going, if you want to improve your art, you know, there's so much out there right now. Like I used to subscribe to our a digital art magazine called Imagine Effects. I haven't had a subscription, subscription in a while just because they're a little expensive, but they would always provide you with, you know, tutorials and, you know, brushes and all these great tools to help improve your art. So there's never a shortage of stuff to learn from. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with looking at somebody else's art. And then breaking it, trying to break it down. Cause I do that a lot too. Like I'll look at Flavio's stuff. And I'm like, I wonder how he did that. I wonder if he did this. And I really like how he did his, you know, rim lighting and things like that, you know? So once you get to the point where you can understand how somebody done, has done their art, then you're only going to improve yours, you know, over time. So just stay positive, you know? On that topic, in terms of advice, what would you say to people who, because you, you you made me think of this question when you were saying how you got out the Melina uh, Katana piece quickly because you were so excited to release it. What would you say about releasing things and then possibly going back to them in the future and touching them up? Would you do that? What would you say about that? I, I don't like to do that. I, I like to, I always like to say once I have put it out, it's done. I don't touch it anymore. Because I'll be honest, if I did that, Yanni, I probably would never finish anything. <laughs> I literally would go, I literally go down to like the fibers in their clothing and, you know, draw them. Yeah. Just <laughs> it, insane, you know? So it, usually my kind of thing goes is once I put my signature on it, it's done. Occasionally 
I will mm-hmm. sort of stop and go back and do something. That's only if I haven't uploaded it already. If it's out there and everybody sees it, it's done. Yeah. I'm not going to go back. I don't, I don't feel like that's fair, you know, to not that the, I owe mm-hmm. the community anything or they owe me anything, but I just like when I put out a piece that's done, I want to move on to the next new thing. So, so I can keep giving you guys, you know, and girls stuff to look at. Everything is, otherwise everything becomes a perpetual progress picture. Yeah. 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 Which, which is kind of, I've kind of dubbed the one that I talked about earlier with the Raiden one, my never ending story picture because <laughs> I keep I'm constantly working on it. And then my brother, he'll come upstairs and see me. He's, he, he's still working on that picture. I says, yes, I can't help myself. I can't stop right now. <laughs> so Esau, you know, one thing that you've kind of shared with us in the past is, is how Mortal Kombat has affected you and you know your journey through life would you like to kind of dive into that a little bit yeah well you know like i said in the beginning i introduced to it by my cousin and once i saw it i was hooked forever and you know they'd been a fan ever since and drawing and mortal Kombat that kind of came hand in hand because once i love something i want to draw it and and i never got real serious about it until you know later in life when i start start doing digital stuff but I, you know, I was only doing it as just a fun little hobby here and there. Nothing, like I said, professional or with the intention of the, to get where I am now with it. But there was a turning point in my life when I think it was 2009. Well, I don't think I know. It was 2009. I was diagnosed with leukemia, acute myeloid M4, right. if anybody's listening, who's curious what kind it was. And I was basically told by doctors that I should have died. And so I... Went through chemo. I was living in a different state at the time. So I was closer to Johns Hopkins Hospital, which is one of the top cancer hospitals in the world. So I was fortunate there. So I, you know, pretty much went there and dealt with all my, you know, chemo. Added my first induction of chemo, wiped out the leukemia and the cancer with just with my first chemo dose, which was remarkable considering how bad I was according to doctors. Yeah, really. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I just felt sleepy. You know, the whole time I had, I didn't feel like anything was wrong. I was just tired all the time. But, but my first chemo dose, it was gone. And, but I still had to go through protocol and get, you know, four more. So during that time, I was not allowed to work because my immune system was compromised and, you know, I couldn't be around a whole lot of people. I took that time to improve my craft. And that's when I really started going hard on Mortal Kombat fan art on DeviantArt. I really, you know... Told him, I, said, I got all this extra time. I'm going to sit down and, you know, get better, you know, and, and do things. The fun part about it, I know you're going to be like, weird, cancer is fun. <laughs> but I understand because it gave me a whole lot of time that I needed to begin this journey. And, you know, Mortal Kombat and art were definitely there during that time because all I had was me. And, you know, I had family, of course, doing that but you know, everybody and couldn't be around me all the time. So I sat down and I was like, you know, I, you know, I've already been a fan, always of the draw. Let's make it a thing. Let's become a name. And, you know, at the time I didn't see a whole lot of other MK fan art out there, you know? So I was like, I'm going to try and monopolize it a little bit and be the, you know, the corner that people come to, to see Mortal Kombat. When you go on, when you, when you go into DeviantArt, you can get lost real quick on DeviantArt unless you know where to go. So, you know, if you get, they got groups and stuff like that, you can look at, and I was, you know, a good part of a lot of Mortal Kombat fan art groups and things like that. I just tried to try to stay active with the Mortal Kombat stuff. And, you know, and it really jumped off around when Mortal Kombat 9 came out. Cause that was, I was, I remember seeing the trailer for Mortal Kombat 9 during the time I was going through treatment. And I just thought that it was funny to me that Mortal Kombat 9 was being announced and Mortal Kombat 9 was kind of reviving the series as I was trying to revive myself out of having chemo. I kind of connected the two when I got a lot of stories that you could believe me or not about things happening, strange things happening to me that connect me to Mortal Kombat. For example, I'll give you a quick example. I had a dream. I know I sound like Dr. Martin Luther King, but I had a dream about me and Shang Tsung teaming up before Deadly Alliance ever came out. And I was like, whoa, that's so, hey. so freaking weird. And I had a dream about um, wow, what Baraka would look like in an MK movie. And it looked like one of the, I don't, I don't know if that was supposed to be Baraka, but there's an old picture of a monk from the first Mortal Kombat movie that has like stitched up mouth. 
is like a deleted scene or something like that or behind the scenes one and it looked just like that yeah, picture mm-hmm. and i was like but they never used that in the movie so i was like okay but i've seen that before you know this weird things like that so i took this time as mortal Kombat starting over with me beginning my journey kind of like it's like the same you know it was kind of inter 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 interwoven so and because i had that time i was able to do well and i started to you know, get noticed more on DeviantArt and throughout the Mortal Kombat community. Those early days were really when my stuff was being used by other communities. And, you know, like I had that one of my Johnny Cage pictures was in the banner of one of the Mortal Kombat websites, you know, they didn't credit me, but that was, you know, I'm going to take partly fault of that fault for that too, because I wasn't putting my name out there real big, you know, and, you know, I have adjusted my signature over the years just to especially now on Twitter to say at Esau 13 or at this or that or another, because the, the signature I have now, you don't really know what that means. You don't know what that is. Now you might, because it's you know, been out there. You, people are familiar with my work. You may recognize it, but I just, I remember having not too long ago, just a little bit of a Twitter conversation with Tadmok that I posted a Liu Kang picture and he had no idea I did that picture and it's a older picture. So it goes to show you even the lore master, one of the lore masters out there, isn't familiar with everything you've done, you know? So I was like, oh, I gotta, I gotta make sure he knows everything I've done, you know? Esau, you had mentioned, you know, off air to us that Mortal Kombat kind of helped you get through, you know, having the cancer. Mm -hmm. Do like, in in what ways did it impact you in that way? In what ways did it kind of help with everything that you were going through? It gets your mind off of things. I had a goal, you know, instead of sitting there wondering Mm -hmm. if I was going to survive it or not, or if it was going to come back, I said, you know, not just become a better Mortal Kombat artist, but an artist in general. It was just Mortal Kombat was my starting point and the thing that I loved. And I, you know, would love to draw. And, you know, it's funny because when I decide, let me draw something new. Let me draw something different, not Mortal Kombat related. It could be anything. I'll start drawing it and I'll be like, oh, you know what? What if Raiden was doing this? And then whatever I was intending to draw turns into another Mortal Kombat piece. I just can't get away from it, you know? And, but it, it, like getting my mind off of having cancer, having something to focus on. And then, I mean, we didn't have this community we have now today in Mortal Kombat, you know, on Twitter and Instagram and everywhere. I, I would have loved to have had, have it then because, you know, I could have reached out to so many people and it could have been a great thing, but you know, things happen the way they do for a reason. And I was able to, you know, build my portfolio up through DeviantArt and, get noticed that, you know, I, it gave me the time, the cancer, the cancer did a good thing. It gave me the time to begin this journey and Mortal Kombat helped me ignore the cancer part as I took that journey. It's a beautiful thing to have that sort of link as well. I mean, many people, they'll treat games and such like just some form of entertainment, but you can see within members of the community and especially based on what you've just told us that Mortal Kombat means so much more to many of us and it just being a game or a story or yeah. something we it really helps you through it 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 can distract you sure but it can mm-hmm. be something where you actually totally get invested in it and i mean even now like for example you were saying about starting up a shop and stuff like some people will say oh you know like they're just doing it for money but then on the other hand it's like would you not want to sort of work in something that you love you're right. not doing it really for the money you're doing it for because of your love for that series or for that thing. And I really yeah, think that's I, a beautiful thing. And that's why you, you're saying the community as well. Like it, honestly, looking back on the community in the old days, like, as you said, to test your might, et cetera, mm-hmm. MK online, all those forums yeah. and everything. It was, it was so chill, everybody talking in there. And I'm pretty sure that people still now to this day, if they meet somebody and they say, oh, this was my username, they're like, oh, I was this, you know? Yeah, but yeah. now we have a different form of that community all over Twitter, Facebook, whatever. And that sort of close knittedness where we're able to reach out and talk to each other like this. And that's all because of a game. Yeah, it does feel like being part of a family. Even if I have not, like, I have not met mm-hmm. you guys in person, you know, and I've not met, you know, like Tab Mock and, you know, MK Habit and Delara's artworks. I've not met any of these people, but they feel like family to me and friends, you know, just because we are, we're all gathered, Mortal Kombat all brought us here for people all over the world and we all love it. And we use, you know, and that's, you know, not to say that Mortal Kombat only 
is the only thing. Like there's other people who love stuff, like people are out there that loves, you know, Pokemon yeah. and stuff like that, feel the same way, that community, you know, it's, it's, it's a crazy thing to think that so many people feel the same way about one thing and then they all come from different backgrounds and different ways we got there and things like that. It's, it's an amazing thing. You had mentioned that Mortal Kombat 9's revival of the series kind of, you know, you related to that in a way. And a lot of people who are fighting cancer or, or who have fought cancer mention how one of the biggest things to help them get through it was looking forward to something in life, like looking forward to their, their child's birthday or seeing somebody get married, like things like that. Do, do you feel like, you know, Mortal Kombat going through that revival kind of helped out in that way also? Yeah, definitely. Cause that's it. Mortal Kombat definitely, Mortal Kombat 9 specifically took a big leap in as far as how the, the game was perceived and how they made, like that was the beginning of the, you know, your, your, the campaign, the way they made it, where it was like a storyline, you know, you'll get your little story beats and then you fight and your story beats and then you fight. And that, which I was, I was crazy about, cause I was like, this is cool to see these characters. I love so much with a new personality now, or basically a personality, you know, I mean, you had a good story and like deception and stuff like that, but it was, it, there was something different about it. Cause it was still kind of hindered by technology. You know, you didn't have the voice acting and you didn't have the pre-fight trash talk that they do now, which is still my, one of my favorite things. Cause they can throw so many, you know, funny jokes and stuff in there all the time, you know, <laughs> with Scarlett and Kano and Kano talking about his sausage. That's one of my favorites. <laughs> But, you know, with that, with that growth that they had, that was kind of like how I was growing as an artist. You know, that's why I kind of linked the two. Like I was, you know, leaving the old days behind to become something new, you know, which in turn, you know, a lot of people are calling for a lot of old things to come back in Mortal Kombat. I have noticed a, as far as the MKR community, a resurgence in like the old skins like the Mortal Kombat 1 and 2 looks like those are the favorites versus the newer stuff that people you know want to see you know I see the people that like to you know edit things and give Melina like super long flowy hair and stuff like that but I'm talking about like you know it's easier I think it's I don't trying to think of the word but it's like it catches your eye when it's an old school skin better than it does yeah. a newer uh-huh. skin because people recognize it faster you know some, you know, some of the Katana skins and in the new one, it's, you know, is that Katana? You know, we don't know right away, but if you just slap a basic blue bathing suit on or the UMK3 one, you'll know exactly, you know? Yeah. Same goes with the it's Scorpion true. and Sub-Zero stuff too. And real quick, let me give a little shout out to, the, to Lisa Soto because she just went through her fight with breast cancer as well. So, you know, another little connection there. Yeah, that's right. You know? Yeah. hope she does best. I hope she stays in remission. It's amazing how much Mortal Kombat, you know, has all these personal connections with us. I mean, from your story to how we, you know, from your story as a whole is, has kind of demonstrated that for our listeners. And we hope that if anybody's going through this, they handle it the way that you did and kind of have the same memory that you did. So, And support. Yeah, exactly. Positive attitude goes a long way. Yeah. Well, speaking of sort of that com- that test between the old and the new, I'm very curious to hear your answer to this question about which stride this falls upon. What is your favorite finisher? Well, that's, that's, I want to say the spine rip is the OG classic, just because that's the first one I've seen. And uh, But if it's not that one, it has to be Quan Chi's leg rip. Uh, that was just wild to me to see that happen. This <laughs> one's come up so a, many times. Yeah. You know. And, you know, and I, people want to, you know, talk about how the fatalities aren't as good as the old ones. I have to say that Devorah's one where she like injects it inside of you and it like comes out and takes over your head. You know what I'm talking about? You know which one I'm talking about? Wait, that yeah, one is yeah. fucking nasty, man. I'm like, that was, whoever thought of that one was like, they're, they know what's up. You know, that one was gross. That one was a really cool. Well, I, you know, they give Devora a lot of hate, but she did kill Melina, Scorpion, and Baraka. 
Yeah, she's, really. So she's obviously a bad bitch now. So you know. <laughs> so Esau, before we let you go, can you tell our listeners where can they find you and and how can they view your artwork? What's the some of the best ways? You can always find me on Twitter. It's at Esau thirteen. I don't think that's the underscore one. I think it's just Esau thirteen. And same thing with Instagram. You could find both my artworks on those. And DeviantArt as well. It's just Esau, E-S-A-U, and the number 13. Well, Esau, we'd like to thank you so much for joining us on the Realmcast. It was great to have you on today. Thank well, you. Thank you, guys. I always appreciate it. This is fun exciting. I've always listened to you. Now I got to be on the shows, you know, just along with all these other great cast <laughs> members you've had. And thank you very much to our listeners for stopping by the Realmcast. You can find Yanni and myself, Phantom, on the Mortal Kombat group on Facebook, as well as Yanni on the Mortal Kombat meme realm. Special thanks to Upper Conditions for their continued support. You can follow them at Uppercut LLC on Twitter and the Mortal Kombat Encyclopedia Project on Facebook. You can catch up on all episodes of the Realmcast on YouTube, Facebook, iTunes, and Spotify. you guys have like usually have like a little thing at the end a little quick clip of something at the end after you've done your spiel oh yeah yeah you have any suggestions i i could do a decent shao khan laugh let's hear it let's hear it